Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, mother-daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio. talk today about resources for bereaved children and families, and our first guest is going to be Susan Lasik. Susan Lasik is the founder of Faith's Lodge, a nonprofit organization that offers a retreat to families that are dealing with the loss of a child or have a child with a serious illness. The Lodge is named after Susan's stillborn daughter, Faith Ann, who died in 2000. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you. Hi, Susan. It's great to have you on. Well, we were talking about your organization. First, tell us a little bit about Faith Ann, and then and then let's talk about what you've done. Well, Faith was our first daughter, and we uh, went through a completely normal, uneventful pregnancy, and we were really looking forward to her arriving, you know, had all of the joyful anticipation that every parent has, especially with your first child, and uh, a couple weeks before her due date, while we were getting ready for a baby shower in our honor, I noticed that she had stopped moving. So we went into the hospital for just a quick, what we thought would be a quick little trip to just reassure us that everything was fine. And uh, we learned that Faith's heart had stopped beating. Mm. And um, we're just completely devastated by this news. I still get emotional talking about it now. Sure, yeah. And um, my husband and I just really wondered how how are we going to move on? I mean, how do you recover from, you know, every parent's worst nightmare, which is losing your child? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really looked for resources. We found some wonderful resources. Um, but, you know, one of the things that that we wanted to do afterwards was just to go away and to be someplace peaceful, be some place in nature. And so we went to a, a resort in the North Woods, and that was really healing for us. But we talked about it, and we said, you know, we can't really talk to anybody else at this resort. They don't really understand what we're going through. They're and you want to scream people. to them, don't you? Don't you know what's happened to us? And you know, Right, exactly. I mean, <laughs> How can you be so normal? For happy reasons, and we were there for a, a much different reason. So... We sort of felt a void from that experience, and we said, well, what if we could do this? What if we could create this place in a peaceful setting where we could bring these couples and these families together who have been through the same thing to support each other and to talk about their experience? And so that was really the genesis for creating Face Lodge. What's and your husband's name? He's so involved in this. My husband is Mark. Mark. And he has been wonderful. He took time off. Um, work to really focus on this with me and to make this happen. And, you know, it was a, a big undertaking on our part, but we really wanted to create the resource that we wish we would have had access to after we lost our child. Well, when you go online, right, Heidi, and look at Faith Lodge, isn't it amazing? It's absolutely unbelievable. It is so gorgeous. And just the pictures, you can tell how healing it is. I mean, I wanted to go immediately. I was talking to my mom this morning, and we were looking at these pictures on the Internet, and it is absolutely Gorgeous. So it's in the northwestern Wisconsin, right? It's in Wisconsin. It's uh, in the north woods of Wisconsin. And, you know, I'm I'm so glad to hear you say that you think it's a beautiful setting because Mark and I really, you know, thought a lot about the design and knew that these people are in a very vulnerable place in their lives and we wanted to make it feel as 
safe and warm as welcoming uh, for these families as we could. And I love all the natural elements you use. Like, you know, it's a big kind of cabin, rustic cabin, and there's a lot of stone and wood and just a lot of natural nature, you know, kind of things that were used, it looks like. Absolutely. And one of the things, you know, that we found particular healing is just to be out in nature. So Face Lodge sits on 80 acres of woods, and we have trails throughout the property for people to walk on. And one of the things that our guests, really love is a certain trail that we have that's called the uh, Trail of Inspiration. And when you walk through this path, there's different quotes up along the path about hope and healing and faith and encouraging uh, passages. And guests really love having the opportunity to just take some time to walk through that and reflect on these quotes. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Now, how long have you had Faith Lodge running? We opened in July of 2007, and we have served more than 300 families in the two years since we've opened. Wow. Now, you're up there all the time. It's year-round, isn't it? It's open year-round. Guests can come anywhere from one to five nights. And uh, many guests are from the Midwest area, from Minnesota and Wisconsin and, and other nearby states. But we do have families that are flying in from different parts of the country now. And I think it just goes to show that there's really a need for what Face Lodge has to offer families and that they're not really finding the resource like this available to them where they are. Right, yeah, uh, it, and it's just kind of getting the word out there. I'm sure our audience is going to be very interested in hearing about this. How much does it cost for me to go to Face Lodge? Face Lodge? Well, we ask guests to contribute just $25 per night, uh, and when it really costs us about $200 a night to serve a family. Um, oh. Some guests, pay more than that if they can afford to, and some guests, if they can't afford the $25 a night, do receive um, scholarship money to stay, too. We have many people who want to support the families that come to stay at Faith Lodge, and so they will donate to sponsor a family stay. That's fantastic. Now, do people do their own cooking, or how does that work? We have a commercial-grade kitchen, and it's really been interesting to me to find out how much people love gathering in the kitchen together. Mm. So some nights we have volunteers that come in and, and make meals for all of the families and couples there, and other nights the families just get together on their own. And I think, you know, the, the kitchen is always the heart of the home, so we always find families gathered in there together, and they love having the opportunity to cook and um, spend time there together. I love that idea. The kitchen's the heart of the home for sure, and, and uh, quite a tug pull for people who've had a loss too to get together and talk about food and, and deal with food and eat together. It is Faith Lodge. And it, it is Faith, is it Faith with an S Lodge? Yes, it's F-A-I-T-H apostrophe S. For yep. your daughter, Faith Ann, who died in Dated in her memory, correct. Wonderful. Well, now, you you take also not just the bereaved uh, families, but you also, uh, with kids with terminal illness, families, is that right? We do, we do. And we added those families um to the groups that we wanted to serve because we know that those families are going through their own sort of grief. Uh, even though their child is still with them, they're really greeting their family the way they hoped it would be. Right. So they're sort of um, coming to terms with the fact that their family won't be how they imagined it, but they're going to love their child and, you know, um, they bring their family up to create memories with their, their kids and, and spend time together. Now, what if uh, a family has a meltdown when you're there? Do you have any services, or how does that go? 
We do actually have um, counselors who come up to work with the families. Um, one of our counselors runs a bereaved um, healing program at the Children's Hospital in the Twin Cities, and she comes up to do counseling with the families and couples. Uh, and we also have a lodge manager who uh, you were talking earlier about compassion. Um, it, Ev is just one of the most compassionate people I know, and we receive so much feedback from the families about how much they really appreciate talking with Ev and, and the compassion that she shows all of the families who come. Well, and Susan, I love your testimonials, and there was one that I read this morning from a family where they said it was such a joy to see their daughter not have to go to the doctors for a week and to laugh and to be a regular kid and, you know, not go in for treatment and to take a break and spend quality time in the wilderness and, you know, in nature. Absolutely. We have so many volunteers who help out to come and um, support these families and do fun activities with them. We have people who take the families and the kids out fishing and horseback riding and lots of other things that we do because these families are just, they're going through such a difficult time and it's so wonderful for them to just get away and have fun and, and create memories that will carry them through this for a long time. What an amazing program. Now, if I want to uh, sign up, how do, what do I do? You can go to our website, which is faithslodge.org, F-A-I-T-H-S, lodge.org, and we have all the information online. We have applications online for both bereaved families and families with seriously ill children. They can download the appropriate application and fill it out. Um, families do need to get a referral from either a doctor or a support organization, um, a member of the faith community. And once they have all their information, they simply send it in to us with the dates uh, that they would like to stay, and our staff will contact them right away. Now, if you, uh, say, are a chapter leader for Compassionate Friends, could you maybe um, refer somebody, or would you need to have more, a psychologist or something? Nope. Somebody from Compassionate Friends would certainly be an appropriate um, referral. Um, anyone who is running any sort of a support organization for bereaved families or families with sick kids can provide a referral for that family and often do. That's great. Well, tell us what are some of the things that you've seen for bereaved families and, and do you, are there any special rituals or is there anything that struck you that has been helpful, particularly for them to find hope again? We do several things at Face Lodge that we hear often from our families. They really uh, resonate with and they really appreciate. Um, we have journals in all of the rooms for uh, our families and our guests to write in. And often they do write about their child, uh, about their experience, and, and offer you know words of hope and healing for other families. Uh, we have a remembrance ritual that all of our families participate in uh, during their stay where they take a heart-shaped stone, and we have a beautiful bridge on our property, a wooden bridge, and they paint uh, the stone with their child's name or another quote, and they bring it down to the Bridge of Hope, and they place it at the bridge for their child. And Throughout the past two years, we've collected hundreds of stones now, and it's really a very um, touching um, and beautiful sight to go down and see all of these stones placed in memory of a child. Mm, what a wonderful idea. I love the journaling idea, Heidi. I never thought about, you know, we always tell people journal, but 
It's an interesting thought to leave journals around that people can just write in, even friends. And being able to read. Mom, I like it, too, and being able to read what other people have written and be able to say, okay, I'm not alone. Other people are going through a similar experience. And that's what we find. People appreciate not only being able to write in the journal, but being able to read what all of the families who have come before them have had to say about their experience. And I think it really makes people feel like they're not alone on this journey. Other people understand what we're going through. So what about uh, siblings? Uh, do you see anything with the siblings that come? We do, and I think that's one of the things. We have certain weeks for bereaved couples where um, just the mom and dads can come and connect with other mom and dads, and then we have other weeks for bereaved families where the siblings come. And that's one of the things that we found is that these siblings really appreciate being able to connect with somebody else who's lost a brother or sister because maybe in their daily life, they don't know anyone else who's gone through this experience, but they come to Face Lodge and they meet other kids who are going through the same thing and they, you know, they have the support to know, okay, somebody else understands what I'm going through. And I think they really find that helpful. You know, Heidi, I've never talked to you about it, but I was just thinking right now, my grandfather had a cabin in the mountains in Utah and my Heidi, as I remember Heidi, you and Rebecca and Heather and uh, the other family, uh, mm -hmm. cousin family, um, Belle and uh, Mandy, Mandy right. uh, we went, went to the cabin together. How was that? Um, it was very healing and therapeutic, and it was wonderful to get away and be in a place where I had been with Scott and kind of remember him in a positive way, and also just the hiking and just being with nature and kind of, you know, it's very spiritual to be out in a situation like that and, you know, kind of reflecting on your loss and also talking to other people that had the same loss. So it was great. Yeah, so what a wonderful thing you're offering. And, again, for people to hear this, you could come as a couple, which I love, too. I mean, sometimes you're over, you're so worried about your kids that being able to go alone could be really an amazing thing. Well, we hear from a lot of the couples that it really gives them a chance to reconnect with one another. You know, some of them have lost their first child, so they're coming just the two of them. But even couples that have other children, um, you know, they're they're so busy taking care of those children and making sure that they're okay after a loss that they don't take time for themselves. And this gives them an opportunity to um, spend time connecting with one another and taking care of their own souls. Now, uh, let's say you fly in there from, what would you fly into the Twin Cities if you were from out of town and then drive to Faith Lodge? Right, you'd fly into the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport and it's less than a two-hour drive from there, um, an easy drive, and uh, once you get there, many people simply stay on the property the whole time. It's 80 acres of property. Uh, other people like spending time at Face Lodge and going out into the community, too, which is a, a small resort town and um, really beautiful area. And how long can I stay there? <laughs> can I stay for a month? <laughs> People can stay anywhere from one to five nights, uh, come in on a Tuesday, and people check out on a Sunday. And many people who come from the nearby areas perhaps come for a weekend. But what we found is um, people often say, wow, I, I really only scheduled two nights here, and I wish I had stayed the whole five because mm -hmm. after two I was just really feeling so comfortable um, and I wanted to stay longer. So we really encourage people to take the time to come up and enjoy a full experience while they're there. And are there programs, Susan, or do people kind of just do what they need to do while they're there 
or what they'd like to do? We do have um, different activities. We have um, the grief counselor who will come up and do a session with either the couples or the families. And then we have other activities. Some of the activities are just for the moms uh, where they'll do things like make bracelets um, with their child's name on it or do scrapbooking activities. We have some activities that are just for the dads where they will go out fishing or, or go do another activity together because we found that sometimes some of the most healing uh, conversations happen while they're doing something else. They're not just mm-hmm. sitting around and talking, but things flow in a natural way while they're doing another activity. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with kids and working with kids, I totally agree with you. When you can kind of be more active, it's like, it's like you said, it kind of ebbs and flows, and there's, no, there's not so much pressure. Right, exactly. And, you know, we have so many areas at Face Lodge for people to gather. We have a, a bonfire pit where people come at night and come with their kids and make s'mores. And we have um, the trails and a sport court and a movie room and different areas within the lodge, uh, crafts room, where people just can come and, and spend time with one another. And then there's plenty of areas where they can go and be alone, too. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Susan. LASIK, it's been great to have you on, and, and Faith's Lodge is wonderful, and uh, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of feedback from this. So thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity to share. Thanks, Susan. You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. You can sign up for our newsletter, Facebook, and Twitter on our homepage at opentohope.com.